I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and deep dive into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality, learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships, because everything starts with you. Hello, and welcome to the Brand Therapist Podcast. I am so, so excited to be here with you. I'm your host, Yamilka Rodriguez. And today, like every Friday at the end of the month, we are going to have a solo session. And yes, we're going to learn. So get comfortable, get a seat, maybe a notepad, a pencil if you'd like, but just relax because we're going to have a brand therapy session. So I'm really, really excited to tell everybody about my book. Yes, the book is here. So if you want to get it, super simple. You can just go to Amazon and find it under Yamilka Rodriguez or Brand Therapist. But there you go. And there'll be links below that you can also get it from me and I'll sign it personally for you. But I wanted to talk today about you and about how do you brand yourself? And so we can talk about branding because I think a lot of people think that they're not a brand. And I'm sorry to kind of tell you that you are a brand. And how do we brand ourselves? I want to tell you a story before I get started with this. But I remember one time when I was at, uh, in corporate, we were at work, and we would always talk the products were brands, right? Whatever product we worked on, it was the brand. But one day, we all went to Starbucks to get a drink. And one of my colleagues said to me, you can't go outside your brand because I was going to order a different drink. <laughs> and she was like, no, Himoka, that's not your brand. Come on, like stick with your brand. And I thought that was hilarious because yes, we all have a particular brand that we've shown the world. And sometimes we are not aware of that. And so the more you know your personality, the more you can stick with that particular brand, because that is what gives people trust in you. And that trust gets us clients. Okay. But on that note, I wanted to read a little bit of the introduction of the book, which is all about the power of you. Okay. Now, branding is all about you. The term brand comes from the Old Norse word brand, which means to burn, okay? Livestock was branded over 4,000 years ago. Branding went from farming to real estate really quickly, to artists and artisans claiming their work, then to factories owning their products and companies claiming their products. Over the centuries, the usage of the word brand has evolved to credit the inventors of products 
and services. So that's what I was telling you before, where brand to people means products and services. But you are also a brand because with this new era of what I call the fame economy with social media, we have the chance to become famous in our own world. And so how do we do that? We have to create a personality that's authentic to ours. And this is what we all talk about because that personality is what's going to drive your particular offer or offers. And people are going to get to know you through that personality that you strive for. Now, let me explain this a little bit. We're not talking about the ego. We're not talking about being so focused on this particular personality. We're talking about being more aware of how we present ourselves in the world. And sometimes some of us tend to present ourselves in a way that somebody else presented themselves or copying or looking at that. But really the intent is to present yourself who you are. And so there's no kind of trying to look a certain way or trying to be somebody. That's too hard. Leave that to the actors. Now, for us, as people who offer certain services or specialize in particular areas, we need to be ourselves. But what I mean by that, we have to be ourselves and be consistent around it. So know your brand and be consistent. So let me read one more thing here because I think it's important. What is a personal brand? A personal brand defines you as a person. Who are you? What are your values? What do you stand for? Defining your personal brand gives you leverage in the business world. Today, people want to talk to people, not products of companies. And people want to know people and what they're all about. Yes, people want to know, they want to know who you are. They want to know more about you. If you offer a certain service, you don't have to always talk business. They want to know your life. You know, do you have children? Do you have kids? Do you like to play tennis, golf? You know, whatever the thing is for you. They want to know about your inner workings. Like, have you ever watched a movie or read a book and you kind of was, you were more interested in like, who wrote this book? What's the life of this individual who did this movie? She's so good. And you went and researched them. But then there was this like bio that didn't have any personality. And you were like looking to understand them more. And you found their Instagram or their page and they kind of showed a little bit of their life. That's what people want to know. You know, we're in an era where it's really easy to communicate those things. So what are you like when you get up in the morning? What do you like to do? What are your rituals? So showing that part of you, and I know a lot of us don't like to do that and you don't have to, but showing them a little bit of your life and what you do really gets them to trust you and know you better. And because we're in this economy, that is really, really important. So 
I'm going to read one more here, and then I'm going to go into explaining how this works. Why have a voice? Why is it important for us to have a voice? To become a personal brand is to use your gifts and find your unique voice. Using your voice is about doing something solid with your thoughts, ideas, and opinions. Your story is one that you are uniquely qualified to sell. There is no one else that can do it for you. Even if you had an identical twin who grew up beside you in the same house with the same parents, rules, religions, beliefs, everything, you would not have the same story to tell. Everything stems from a personal place. Revealing it into the world means being vulnerable and exposing yourself. What we just talked about, right? The stories of others have always fascinated me. I like to spend hours reviewing other people's family photos, albums, and asking for stories. I believe in people's hope, magic, and potential. I am fascinated by the incredible beings I meet in the world. I want to hear from their voice, those who share opinions with me, and they think differently than I do. I want to listen to them with all their unique biases and influences, okay? As a designer, one of the things that I learned was that it's very important to kind of listen to what people say about the product, right? Listening, not necessarily asking questions, but listening to them on how they use the product. And through the ages, you know, I got to travel to a lot of places. It was important to me to understand their culture, to understand who they were as individuals, to live where they live, to experience the things that they experienced, because that made me a better human, I believe, because I could then understand that they were different than me and not that everybody is like me or thinks like me, or does things like me. And so that was really important. So I'm going to stop there on the book. The more that we have these personal brands, the more that it's important for us, as I read to you, is to really understand our values and what we stand for, and to put those values out there, and to tell people and employees, values are so important to a business because it really gives you a framework on how everybody needs to behave and on things that we need to take seriously in how we do business because we don't want any client. We want the client that is great for us. And to that point, we need to have empathy for our clients. And the more empathy we have for our clients, the better our business gets because then they will refer people to you because they know that you stand on solid ground. We thank our sponsor, BespokeBranding.io. Tailored branding to reach your ideal client. Gain a deeper level of understanding to empower your brand and purpose and rule the market. We know what it's like to journey from a place of feeling overwhelmed and undervalued to being powerful, understood, and authentic. Your brand identity allows you to live your purpose. 
The Brand Therapist has 20 years of branding and design experience, has transformed billion dollar brands, and has eight plus years of guiding women entrepreneurs to realize their potential. I invite you to take the brand quiz and you can find it at www.bespokebranding.io. So with that, I have my archetype cards and I wanted to talk about each different personalities and things to kind of do and think about as you create your personal brand. So if you haven't yet, go to bespokebranding.io, bespoke, B-E-S-P-O-K-E, branding.io, and do the quiz. So you know what your personal brand character is, so then you can shape it around that. Now, each of these definitions will mean something a little different. So for example, if you're a creator, the value words that I'm going to share with you you can create your own definition of what that means to you, okay? Which will be different to another creator who will create their own definitions. And that's really the key. But to be consistent around these values or what, you know, what I call these brand values is important because that's the way that people see you and they like to see consistency. That is why Starbucks, you know, has so many clients. Because when you go to Starbucks and you ask for your unique drink, you get it exactly the same every single time. It doesn't change. And if it does, I betcha you're going to be really angry. That is why as humans, we like consistency. We like things that when we go somewhere, we experience the same thing if we ask for that exact same thing. That's why standards are so critical to create in your business. Okay, so let's get started. I'm just going to randomly talk about each of the different values from a characteristic standpoint. So the first one I have here is creator. Okay, so a creator sees the opportunity in the world and is attracted to things that enable them to prototype build and refine. Their motivation is perfection. The need is to create enduring value. The fear is never achieving greatness and the behaviors are developed skills, invents new ways to do things and creates beautiful things. Yes, they do. So their values are inventive, rigorous, thoughtful, precise, and masterful. So your job is that if you're a creator, then write out what is inventive to you, what is rigorous to you, what is thoughtful, what is precise, and what is masterful. The next one I have here is the lover. The lover sees the beauty in the world and is attracted to things that enable them to experience life fully. The motivation is beauty. The need is to be attractive to others. The fear is being undesirable. In the behaviors, it surrounds themselves with people and things they love tries to become more attractive to others, and indulges in self-care. The words are passionate, indulgent, instinctual, emotional, and compassionate. All right, next one, sage. A sage sees the world filled with information and is attracted to things that enable them to continually learn and gain wisdom. 
The motivation is wisdom. The need is to analyze and reflect. The fear is not knowing. The behaviors are studies informations to gain knowledge, uses intelligence, and analysis to understand the world. Can study issues forever. And yes, they can. The value words are analytical, knowledgeable, intelligent, wise, and methodical. The next one I have here is girl next door, good guy. A girl next door, good guy sees the world full of people and is attracted to things that enable them to connect, interact, and belong. The motivation is community. The need is to be part of a tribe. The fear is being rejected and the behaviors are works to be part of a tribe, makes others feel included, and makes practical choices. The value words are friendly, empathetic, realistic, inclusive, and accepting. Now we're going to caregiver. A caregiver sees the need in the world and is attracted to experiences that make them feel needed and appreciated. The motivation is family. The need is to support others. The fear is lack of understanding. And the behaviors are cares about working closely with others, draw sincere concern about people's well-being and personal development. And the value words are helpful, responsible, empathetic, nurturing, and supportive. Innocent. An innocent sees the good and right in the world and is attracted to simple, easy solutions that renew and rejuvenate. The motivation is purity. The need is to do what's right. The fear is doing things wrong. In the behaviors are reads instructions, follows rules, identifies simple, easy solutions. The value words are simple, pure, intentional, realistic, and optimistic. Ruler. The ruler sees only the best in the world and is attracted to experiences that meet their high expectations. The motivation is power. The need is to be in control. The fear is losing control. And the behaviors are takes control of situations, creates predictable and stable experiences, seeks success and prosperity. And the value words are powerful, unflappable, in charge, demanding, and dominant. All right, hero. A hero sees the world as a challenge and is attracted to experiences that offer great opportunities to conquer, protect, and uphold. So the motivation is competition. The need is to receive a challenge and the fear is being defeated. And the behaviors are saves the day, works to be strong and competent and motivates others to achieve. And the words are courageous, driven, self-reliant, persistent, and determined. Okay, now we have the outlaw. An outlaw sees the world as something to disrupt and is attracted to things that offer intrigue, risk, and the opportunity to break convention. The motivation is uniqueness. The need is to disrupt. The fear is being inconsequential. And the behaviors are disrupts the status quo, pioneers revolutionary ideas, identifies problems, and finds faults. The value words are disruptive, bold, spirited, risk-taking, and rebellious. All right, we have three more. Magician. 
A magician sees the world as systems and is attracted to things that help them change, transform, and heal. The motivation is change. The need is to transform. The fear is being undervalued. In the behaviors are inquires about the world around them, sees the world as systems, and achieves unbelievable feats. The words are adaptive, insightful, persuasive, dynamic, magnetic. All right, explorer. An explorer sees an open road in front of them and is attracted to experiences that make them feel independent and free. The motivation is adventure. The need is to constantly seek. The fear is being repetitive and the behaviors are seeks out new things, seeks culture enrichment and strives for continual self-improvement. The value words are inquisitive, self-reliant, spontaneous, adventurous, and independent. Okay, the last one, performer. A performer sees the world as a party and is attracted to experiences that help them live in the moment and enjoy life. The motivation is happiness. The need is to live in the moment. The fear is being bored. In the behaviors, it helps others have a great time, lightens up the world, and enjoys life. The value words are fun-loving, playful, joyous, lighthearted, and witty. Okay, so with this last one, let me tell you what you do. I just read you all the 12 archetypes, and you're one of those. And your clients is one of those too. Getting to know them is really important, but that's not what we're talking about right now. So let me just tell you what you do. So you take these five words, you define them, what they mean to you, and then you start doing things with these words. So for example, let's say we took the performer and we took the word witty, okay, from these five value words. What can we do that's witty to show our clients? So we might say a joke or we might tell them something interesting that was a little bit different than something that they would experience, right? They're also playful. So how would you kind of bring in the playfulness into your brand? How would you show yourself as more playful and more fun? You probably already do. So this is not anything hard for you. But what I'm saying is be aware of it and be consistent and figure out how you're showing up in these consistent ways as you develop your brand. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I thank you for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you would like to connect on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding or BespokeBranding.io. And if you would like to do the brand character quiz, go to BespokeBranding.io and click on Brand Quiz. Or you can email me at Yamoka at Yamoka.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.